Welcome to Simple Faith with host Dale Carlson, bringing solid Christian answers to your questions and concerns. for Simple Faith on Life-Changing Radio. Here's host, Dale Carlson. Good afternoon. This is Bob Bomier sitting in for Dale Carlson. I think he's down in Texas. Texas, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Having a good time. I'm with Jim Barnes, and uh, we're with John Robbins. And it's good to have John with us today. Uh, for all the work that he does, it, it is so uh, so good to see people on the front lines and sacrificing, you know, their lives. You know, the Bible says that if a man seeks to save his life, he'll lose it. But if he gives his life for the kingdom's sake, actually in that he finds life. And I've, I've found that myself through the years. Well, it is a beautiful Saturday afternoon, and uh, the storm, I guess, that—, that uh, tropical storm has blown through and on its way sunshine is out and here we are in the middle of november almost seven degree weather (laughs) i I guess with five dollar gallon oil we're all saying thank you lord for the reprieve Um, i think so uh, but god is so faithful and he's so good and and we just good to be with john and john tell us a little bit about your life and and how in the world did you end up working and and running a homeless shelter well, my wife and I have been at uh, Hope Haven for a total of over 21, almost 22 years, I think, at this point. We were here in the 90s for a couple of years, and this trip we've been 19-plus uh, years. Uh, how I got started, uh, there, it was a long uh I wouldn't say journey, but uh, one thing led to another, and the Lord used our being in Rochester, New York, and uh, the prophet Jeremiah to call me to this kind of work, to reach out to people uh, that needed uh, someone uh, to give them the gospel. And uh, along with uh, the opportunity for housing, for food, for clothing, uh, for someplace that uh, could help them, if, uh, if at all possible. And so that's what we've been doing uh, now for almost 30 years total, uh, but here in Lewiston, uh, a little over 22 years. Mm. John, wow. uh, tell us a little about the them that you help. Who are the folks? Uh, the them that we help um, are the folks that have uh, needs that uh, they can't meet on their own. Okay. Uh, we help supplement uh, what they have. Uh, we're not here to help those that have and uh, want to take uh, things from those that don't. Uh, we're here to help the needy and the ones who uh, have a, uh, physical needs, clothing, shelter, uh, food, and uh, those who have spiritual need, which would include everybody outside of Christ. Um, but 
we, we make the effort at administering uh, to physical things as well as spiritual things as Christ did. Uh, he fed 5,000, he fed 4,000, he mm. fed numbers of people. And uh, when, he had the, uh, when he had their attention, he was able to uh, tell them what the Word of God says. And so, that's what we do. So these are people that don't have any place to live. Some of them, yes. Okay, okay. Some of them have no place to live. Some of them have uh, uh, not enough groceries to go around, especially in these days. And uh, clothing okay. uh, mm. is expensive along with everything else. And so we try to help them out with whatever we have. And that's right here in Maine. It's right in Maine in Lewiston. Yes, Lewiston, Maine, on Lincoln Street. Corner of Cedar and Lincoln. How many floors is in that building? I, I look up. but Five in a basement. Five in a basement. <laughs> so. And there's no elevator. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and there's 17 <laughs> stairs to a flight of stairs, so you can do the math. Wonderful. <laughs> now, I know there's more than just housing. Now, you have 32 beds. That's correct. And and But you do more than just give them emergency housing, but you also feed people? We, we're, we're able to operate a, a fully funded soup kitchen twice a day, morning uh, meal and the evening meal. And uh, it's open to the general public. Whoever has a need to eat or doesn't want to eat at home, they can come eat with us. Wonderful. Uh, that's great. And I've noticed, you know, when I go by the building, I see a, a, like a table out there on the side. And sometimes there'll be bread and, and other things on the table. What is that? Our, uh, our soup kitchen runs uh, seven days a week, uh, two meals a day. Huh. Uh, but... Uh, our food pantry and clothes closet it is only open three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I see. And on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, if we have anything uh, in abundance that's uh, left over or yeah. the donors that uh, we, we uh, pick up the donations from, we'll put it outside if the weather allows, and whoever comes by can take it. Wonderful. I mean, it's, it's amazing what uh, you're, you're doing there, John. And now... With 32 beds, how does that structure as far as, uh, now you said emergency shelter, I see that, but are there any long-term residents or how do you? For the 32 beds, that's traditionally been emergency shelter mm -hmm. uh, accommodations. Um, and of course, it's divided up evenly, 16 beds for men and 16 beds for women with or without children. And uh, the two uh, near the twain shall meet. Um, in our facility anyway. Um, but uh, we also have a number of, uh, of folks uh, that stay with us mm -hmm. on an ongoing basis and they help us with a daily operation. Right now we have a family of six that ha occupies an apartment in the building. Oh. They've been with us for, mm. uh, I'm gonna guess, I've forgotten now, maybe four years. Wow. Uh, perhaps, maybe longer. I'm not good with that sort mm -hmm. of thing. Mm -hmm. And we have uh, a one man who's been with us, I think he said recently, three years. He's our cook. And then we have a couple of other fellows that uh, are staying with us. Wow. And no. one female who helps us out as well. And how do you determine whether you're going to want to continue a relationship uh, with uh, individuals that do come into the emergency shelter if they approach you? And, and, and well, how, how does we, that what we do is, if they're interested in staying on, uh, first of all, we have to have opportunity for them. 
Um, we're not a large shelter. We would uh, we could be termed a mom and pop operation. We're mm-hmm. uh, independent. We're Baptist in nature and doctrine, and we uh, we're not big. We're the only facility that the board operates. That's, I see. That's it. Yeah. So we don't have a lot of opportunity, but when we have opportunity, um, if someone voices an interest, mm-hmm. um, we'll put them through a. Uh, a test period of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trial. Um, uh, well, it's trial. It's uh, mm-hmm. probationary time. I see. That's what it is, and uh, and we see how they how they work out on their own, and then how they work with uh, those of us that are there. Right. What are you and looking for? In what context? For to kind of see. What is the hope of what kind of response that you're looking for from the folks in order that they might stay um, past the trial period? In interest in what we do. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it, some people have tried to use it as uh, as a long term platform so they don't have to meet their own personal responsibilities. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so uh, there's characteristics that are evident. In, in people that they don't think others can see, but sure. after a while you, you get to look at things and notice how they respond and react, and not just in front of us, but uh, when, they're, when they're not in front of right. the leadership. Well, I think of what Jesus said. Eventually he turned back to the crowd and said, you follow me for your belly's sake. Right. So there is a time when you have to you know, get discernment Right on on because you're limited on who you're what you have for resources and what you can do, and and so you have to ask the Lord. To, I'm sure to uh, you know to to lead me to the right people, and uh, you said that when they if they do stay on there they have duties that they have to perform. Oh yeah, um, in order to 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 become a part of because I'm thinking 32 beds. Wow, that's a lot of beds to make. Uh, that's a lot of sheets to wash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we we do the we do the in-house laundry, but the individuals who stay with us are responsible for their personal area. Uh, we we have a different approach than most shelters. Uh, I believe and was raised with personal responsibility, and we think that there's a whole lot of uh, uh, enabling. Mm. Uh, of people not to accept their own responsibility for their for their own lives, right? Uh, and one of those responsibilities is they need to at least straighten up their own bed and and their personal belongings before they leave in a day. But what gets people to to t- accept res- people who haven't been accepting responsibility? What gets them to to change? Uh, the only thing that'll change a person's heart, the bottom line, is Christ. Yeah. All right, all right. That's all. Right. There's. You can make people do things. You can try to make them do things. Uh, you can use carrot and a stick method. Uh, but the bottom line is that unless someone experiences a heart change and knows what God expects of them as a human being, then in all likelihood they're not going to make the, uh, the, the necessary adjustments. Right. But how are they going to get that? Uh, they're they going to have to hear know? the gospel. Ah, that's, oh, that's how it works. <laughs> yeah, they're they're going to have to to 
to hear what Christ says about salvation, they're going to have to be discipled from the very uh, outset of things and, and basic Christianity. And mm. uh, oftentimes uh, they hear the gospel, uh, but they don't, we don't see the response. So, but that's okay because I'm not responsible for what the field brings forward. I'm responsible to plow and plant. Okay. And that's what we do. Wow. Now, you don't take federal funding or you don't have... Uh, we are 100% funded by donations only. Isn't that wonderful? And and the people that come forward, and I'm sure that's a big building. I wouldn't think a $5 oil, uh, and, and you probably burn oil there. No, we don't, actually. Oh, you don't? No, 11 years ago, uh, there, we had a benefactor who whose uh, husband had passed, and she was liquidating... Uh, some of their businesses, and she wanted to distribute what uh, the outcome was, what the in, her income off of those that liquidation, and she bought us at that point state of the art uh, natural gas fired wow. furnace. Oh, and uh, it's wow. it's circulated hot water, but it's uh, natural gas fired. And uh, we've never run out hot water in 11 years since then. Wonderful. And we've never had a problem with a with a cold room. Wow. And how is the natural gas thing going right now, though? Is it? It's not as expensive as uh, as oil. As oil. Oh, no. wonderful. Well, that is. And in the first three years, the furnace paid for itself. Wow. So the Lord provides, doesn't He? He does. He in, does. In amazing. a building that size. Yes. Uh, and now, how about volunteers? I mean, I know you have some residents that do work, but I'm sure it takes more than that. It does on occasion. Yeah. Uh, we're getting ready to uh, get into the holiday season and uh, our annual Thanksgiving and our annual Christmas meals. Uh, we have a Christmas giveaway the week before Christmas mm. uh, for uh, those folks that are less fortunate. And uh, we, have a, we have a screening process for that. Hmm. And uh, uh, folks can help with that, or if they want to help provide turkeys for Thanksgiving, they can yeah. more than welcome. Oh. And the price of turkeys is going up, too. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So our cook was saying the other day he didn't know if we were going to get enough turkeys for the year. I said, we'll have enough turkeys, and, and then some. I, that's one thing that we have not worried about. Right. We have not taken care for over the years uh, that I've been in charge, which has been 11 years now, a little bit over 11. Wow. And uh, my basic position is if God's in it, we'll have it. Yes. And he's provided. <laughs> and God apparently yes. comes he's, up with turkeys. He, well, he comes up glory with to God. a I, lot I, of things. I want to invite anyone out there to call us. With, and if you have a question for John Robbins, um, uh, we've only got three minutes to break, but uh, we're going to be for two more sessions even after the break. So if you have questions for John Robbins, I would like you to call 725-9224. Uh, 725-9224. Now, if you're too timid to, uh, to talk on the radio, well, you can text us at 576-5648. 576 Five six four eight, and 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 you can ask John any questions, or if you want to volunteer or 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 help in some way, we would encourage you to do that. And 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 John, now you said that you like people to check in by five thirty, I think, um, for the uh, uh, for a bed, 
uh, Monday through Saturday. Yes, it's 5.30 on Sunday evening. It's 4 o'clock. And that's when check-in time is. If they're already a registered resident uh, or client of our uh, our dorm, then they don't have to re-register. But a new client would have to. Wow. And now, do you ever max out and then you have to turn people away? Is we that... have in the past, but in the last two and a half years since uh, all the COVID things have been going on, I, I'm i hard-pressed to think of an evening when we didn't have at least a bed available. So, okay. so there is a warming center in... Lewiston. I, I know there's some that are thinking of starting a, a, another, but I'm in the I'm of the belief. Let's support what we have before we build more. You know. Uh, well, the folks who want to build something else and something new, uh, number one, don't like the fact that we have rules. Yeah, that's where the big complaint is. Right. They call us high barrier uh, because uh, uh, <laughs> alcoholism and and drug abuse in our facility won't be accepted, and. Uh, for what's going to potentially be built in Lewiston, it will be an enablement center for those difficulties. Why but, the difference between the approach that you guys have and the, the hey, approach Jim, that Jim, the would government you, tends you to hold have? Hold right on to that question. Let's go to break, uh-huh. and we'll come back, and we're gonna we're gonna uh, okay. present that again. God bless you. Good afternoon again, and we're back from break, and we're talking with John Robbins, and I'm setting in for Dale Carlson, myself, and Jim Barnes, and uh, we've been uh, talking even off the break. Uh, you know, there's so much involved in that, John, and you had a question that you were in the middle of. An- yes, yes, because you had mentioned, John, that uh, there were other, th- that there's been talk about other kinds of programs to, for homeless people, but with a very different kind of a slant than you. Uh, why the difference? Why you have rules? We and have rules. Why? <laughs> yes. Where? Well, <clears throat> if you want to help someone out of what they're doing, you don't provide them with the environment to continue to do what they're doing yeah. with your blessing. That just doesn't make sense. Mm. Okay, yeah, I've heard the saying, if you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. That's Which precisely it, no and that's the definition no of insanity. Live and no food. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, so you, you're looking for change. We're, we are trying to provide an avenue for change. And unfortunately, uh, with the number of places that don't expect or hope to see or even think about change, uh, then the, the folks that, that uh, would come to us don't like us because we're not, we're not, the, uh, we're not the overall provider. We're not we're not giving them and letting them do everything they want to do. Well, but you said, John, you said the the only one that can do the changing. If a person's life is going to change, the only one can do the changing is Jesus. You say that as if you have you experienced that. Has he changed your life? Christ will change your life How does if he you do give it? him the opportunity. Right. You just have to surrender your life to his will exactly. and follow him. 
Well, did now did Jesus do that for you? I was I was born again when I was eight years old. Really? Oh. Yes, sir. That's it's uh, sixty-two years ago. Wow. <laughs> and you've been, been a while walking yeah. that path. Well, uh, the path my path deviated for a while, but like the prodigal son, he came to his senses. He said, "I don't have to live like this." I can go home That's right, and live better as a servant than I can as a free son. I'd rather be a servant. Right. Now, you were also a serviceman. I mean, yesterday was Veterans Day. And it was. And I was in the Marine Corps for four years, and I was wow. in the Navy Reserve for a total of 11 years. Wow, that's wonderful. It served the country. And, of course, the Marines, I was in the Army, so I, I still, uh, the Marines were tough. <laughs> tough, tough group. Paris Island. <laughs> That's where they I said was. There was no way back off that island. <laughs> there isn't. You go on by bus and you get off by bus. <laughs> right. Um, but you've served your 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 nation, and um, and now of course serving the Lord in His kingdom, and the discipline. You know, we know in the military it's all discipline, and, and what I find about discipline is humility, and you know if if people are humble. You know, because God hates pride and and He hates arrogance, and we have to be at a breaking point in our lives where we're willing to bend our knee, uh, you know, to the Lord. And and I'm sure you you understand that. Well, that's that's true, and and that's true of many of the people that we deal with, uh, the folks that uh, there are a lot of people uh, that uh, the general public doesn't understand. I find it hard to accept that there are a lot of people who are homeless because that's the way they want to be. It isn't because uh, they're down on their luck this week or they got fired from a job or they, they lost a spouse through divorce or, or death, but rather that it's the lifestyle that they've chosen. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the choices that we make aren't the best, and we don't necessarily really want those choices, right. but they become the cycle of our life and that's what that's what a lot of people uh, end up living with and and just accepting and so they have to know there's something different there's there's something other than living the way they live whether they chose it or not uh, that could that would be better Um, you know I, I think you know when it comes to poverty Jesus said poverty you'll always have with you always Judas you know um, criticized him for you know allowing her to put that ointment on his feet and um, you know poverty I mean I've been broke before <laughs> you know once I look so you know I, I don't but I'm not poor yeah, I'm just cash flow <laughs> deficient. <laughs> um, cash and, flow and, challenge. <laughs> yeah, cash flow challenge. But poverty is really a, a, a way of thinking. It's it's a it's a behavior that that uh, the gospel has a remedy for. It does. It does. And and I think that since World War II and and the uh, the emergence of what's been termed the American dream uh, really isn't. It, 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 we've been told that uh, you grow up in, in a suburban neighborhood and you, you go to co- school and you go to college and you get out, you get married, you have 2.3 children and you start the process all over again and you have this, you have that, a two-car garage, and then you have an IRA or a mm-hmm. 401k and you, you build all this stuff. But it's like 
uh, the Lord said to the man that looked around himself, and he said, well, I have all this, and I, I need bigger barns. Mm, no, tear down yeah. the old. And, and he said, you're a fool, because tonight your, your soul is going to be required of you. Yeah. And then whose is this stuff going to be? Mm-hmm. It ain't going to be yours no more. And uh, so I, I think America, it, after World War II, began to lose its, its focus on its priorities. Mm. America was focused on surviving the war and doing away with the world evil. And I, I believe that was the a just most amazing way with that but, crisp butter crust <clears throat> and the mountain then, of whipped cream. Uh, some things have been questioned. I hope you get a chance and to make this recipe. We've lost the idea. Video, check out my chocolate playlist. Just war position and policy, and and we've lost uh, focus of uh, the foundation that built America. It wasn't capitalism. It wasn't racism. It wasn't slavery. What built America was uh, individuals' trust in Christ and wanting That's to right. live a That's free right. life to worship the Lord as they saw fit. Yes. and we've lost that. Yeah, we we have lost that. Well, but I, w- I would think that it would be a very humbling experience, it, for me it certainly would, to have to go to your place and knock on your door and say, I don't have any place to live. Mm. Uh, can, you, can you give me a, pl- a bed to sleep in and food to eat? That's got to be kind of humbling. Mm. I, I'm wondering, do you get people coming to you who have come it's not so much who who find themselves in a homeless situation mainly because of circumstance they can't keep up with uh and compete with work and all people who have problems health problems physical problems mental difficulties that prevent them from being able to compete and hold that job for any length of time and get ahead and realize the American dream. There are those, there are those folks, but you answered your own question <laughs> when you first started it. If I had to do that, your upbringing may not be the same as theirs mm-hmm. is. And they may not, if you're not raised in an environment where you have been taught responsibility for your own life, then you're not likely, you're not likely going to accept responsibility for your own life, Mm -hmm. but rather allow someone else to provide that responsibility. Okay, so you're coming, bringing a handicap. You haven't had an opportunity to learn the things that that I did when I grew up. In in some cases, yes, that's correct. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes we find that um, it's a matter of what, how you, how you were raised, what you learned to do, Mm -hmm. not in all cases, but sometimes it's what you learned to do with and for yourself. And for those that are with you, if you're a mom with kids or if you're a dad with kids, we have, on occasion, we have men with children. Um, and it's difficult. It's mm. almost as if the system is designed, and I say the governmental systems, are designed for you to have to go to them. And once you go right. to them, you have to stay connected to them. Because to begin to withdraw from you that... You become dependent. Well, mm. they want you dependent. Now, they'll Ooh. deny that, but 
the fact of the matter is, as, as a man or a woman works and makes more money, then the benefits are reduced to such a point where working is pointless. Yeah, yeah, because they'll they'll dock you, and uh, it just you don't make enough money. You don't make enough money otherwise. Yeah, uh, but once you start working, you don't make enough money to meet all of the demands of of normal normal living. Right. I begin to question in later years, my later years now, what really normal is. But ah. um, we think about li- having a place to live. We think about paying rent and utilities yeah. and uh, that sort of thing and buying food and having all those things. And there's a lot of yeah. people who are uh, borderline uh, not capable of doing that or, sure. or are over the line and simply cannot do that for themselves. Well, well there's, you know, I'm sure there are different, I mean, like there's addiction you have to deal with. There's uh, maybe mental handicaps. Uh, you know that where they just can't seem to make it on their own, you know, mentally, um, and and of course then there are those that uh, maybe well, with with I think mental and and addiction maybe I'm missing something there, but um, they often go hand in hand. They often go hand in hand. Yeah, they, they do, and you're right. Um, I I personally believe that one of the biggest uh, contributors to the homeless and the crime issues that we have in America uh, were created when the uh, mental facilities yeah, were shut yeah. down. In Anaheim. And they... and, well, right. Uh, Amhai is one example. Mm-hmm. And anyone in those facilities was then released into the general public because yeah. it was their right, right to live on their own. I'm all for individual rights. Yes. But uh, to to take what has happened over the years since that action was was taken and to cause everyone else to take up that responsibility mm. isn't right. And that's what these new facilities want. They want uh, the folks who obviously uh, need the, the, the uh, care of oversight, the mentally ill, for instance. Yes. They've got to have someone help them, or they're not they're not going to be able to function even minimally, right. other than living in a tent or living on the street, or wandering from point A to point B, and <clears throat> but then they go back to the well. It's their right to be free. It is their right to be free, but is it is it the government's right to inflict that situation onto the general public? Right. And well, it is, you, we're not trying to sweep people off the rug, uh, no, uh, under the rug, no. or put them off in a in a cage someplace. We're not talking about that. Mm-mm. We're talking about care facilities where uh, the homeless could otherwise stay if they were in a mental position to need the care. Yes. Now, now you have some uh, uh, education in counseling. How does that come in handy? Um, and anytime anyone <clears throat> asks or seeks counseling, I'm more than willing to sit down with them and address their issue while at the same time addressing the spiritual issue of where they stand with Christ. 
Yes. Because that's the basis of everything. Exactly. Whether whether the world believes it, which they don't, and whether some Christians believe it, well, they're mentally ill. Well, we need to find out why. Hmm. Mental illness can be caused from a lot of things. Right. Well, and and the God who made them in the first place is the one who knows why. He certainly does. Uh, you, yes, but, does. Uh, uh, I mean, that's the expertise comes yeah. from the one that made us in the first place. Why wouldn't you go to him when you're in trouble and hurting? There was a time in this country, it seems to me, that, that uh, God was—I remember when I was in school, we had Bible reading every day in, in school. Somebody read from the Bible. We had prayer in school. Uh, we discovered that there was a God and that he, in fact— was my maker and mm-hmm. uh, my redeemer. So, and that that seems to have gone by the board. The, the government is well, outlawing God. He did. And, Our government did that in 1962. And then the family mm-hmm. was another resource that if you were temporarily in trouble and hurting and, and didn't have a place right, to go, or something, right. the family would reach out to you yeah, and take correct. it. And, that doesn't happen very much anymore. Well, well, I remember talking with a fellow that is maybe your your age, Jim, and he said they had poor farms, and they didn't just give handouts. You went there and worked, mm-hmm. and that was you know a way of contributing and and receiving, and and so that it didn't cripple people. It actually prepared people for hard work and for But still, their Bob, life. remember, and John, you spoke about that prodigal son who didn't take responsibility. He took his father's inheritance and, and took no responsibility and wasted it and got himself into deep trouble to the point mm. where he suddenly realized, I'm in, I'm in trouble here. And, mm. and so he went back to his father. And he was willing, when, when he got, came to his senses, he was willing to go back to his father and be a servant. And, and, but he discovered that his father was standing there in the road with his arms out and said, no, I, don't, I, I want you to be my son. And made the provision for it. Yeah. Ah. Well, I want to uh, give you the phone number again, 725 Nine two two four seven two five nine two two four. Would love to hear from you on the subject, or you could text us at five seven six five six four eight. We're going to go to a break, and we'll be right back for our last segment. God bless you. Well, we're back again. I want to let you know our phone number is seven two five nine two two four seven two five nine two two four, or you can text. Five seven six five six four eight. Again, we're with um, with Jim Barnes and and John Robbins, and and we were talking during the break of of, of what you can do to uh, to help them and ministering. Now, you may say, "Well, I have a job, and but my job isn't uh, isn't spiritual." Well, you can make it spiritual by donating some of that money, <laughs> you, you know, to help people that are on the front lines. But uh, you, you're talking about Thanksgiving. Why don't you talk a little bit about about, uh... Well, for as long as we've been associated with Hope Haven, it has been a tradition for uh, the mission to serve a Thanksgiving and a Christmas meal on the holiday. Mm. 
And, uh, of course, Thanksgiving is traditional American uh, meals. It's uh, it's uh, turkey, mashed potatoes, turkey. gravy, yeah. uh, <laughs> cranberry sauce, vegetables. Wow. And uh, we're provided uh, a number of desserts from a couple of local sources that mm-hmm. help us every year uh, in abundance. So there will be apple pie, there will be pumpkin pie, there will wow. be pecan pie, there will be mincemeat pie, there will be cherry pie, there will be cupcakes and uh, whoopie wow. pies, and wow. there, will be, <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. there will be an abundance of, of things uh, that other folks help, with us, help us with. And uh, if anybody listening is interested in helping us, uh, two of the main issues are, of course, turkeys, and we have uh, we've been known to cook thirty turkeys on a on a Thanksgiving holiday. Wow, fantastic! And, uh, we have uh, we've been known to uh, peel and mash uh, about two hundred and fifty pounds of mash of potatoes. So if uh, someone wanted to provide a three or five pound bag of potatoes, that would never be turned away. And if you can afford the turkey at today's rates, which are, are ever increasing, uh, yeah. then we would uh, we would appreciate that as well. And uh, how many people you think you're likely to be serving? Well, again, since uh, the COVID issue has come up. Uh, the number of meals that we've served has dropped, and the number of volunteers that help us with that effort has dropped. Um, uh, for whatever reasons, um, I'm not sure of all mm-hmm. of them, mm-hmm. uh, but we we enjoy and we we utilize anyone who wants to volunteer their time on Thanksgiving yes. to help okay. deliver meals to shut-ins, and uh, we also. Uh, have a few people that help us in the lunchroom to serve the meals uh, to whoever comes in. So if uh, an individual is a shut-in or if they are capable of coming to us for a meal, uh, they will be fed. Wow. And uh, our meal time is from 11 to 1. And uh, you can call the mission number at 207-783-6086. And... uh, Either volunteer or ask for a meal to be delivered, and, and we'll put uh, either way. We'll put it on a list, and it'll be taken care of on Thanksgiving Day. Do you need any help in the kitchen preparing food? Um, at this point, no. Um, I hate to say that. Praise God. Um, but we have uh, the folks that are with us, um, and our cook is able to uh, pretty much handle things we do the turkeys over a couple of days Mm. we do the mashed potatoes uh, mostly the day before and everything gets uh, gets heated in our ovens uh, wonderful on thanksgiving day now i'm on your website right now it's it's hopehavengospelmission.net okay and uh and and i i guess there's a place here you can do uh mastercard visa uh discover um paypal uh, how, how's that working? Is that we had some trouble with our website last month? I I found out <laughs> by the grapevine that it wasn't working. Okay. And so uh, a friend of ours and a, and I, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, he was a former client, and uh, he met his wife at the shelter. Yes. And uh, after they left, they married. They've had a son together, and he is now an IT specialist. 
and he has helped us wonderful re- recoup our website. It's not the original. Uh, oh. It's not the original address, but it's the original website. And so, um, but that that website I put it, it in this morning, and it it's it valid. worked well. Yes. And and it oh. looks like you have several pages: home operations, current needs, current projects, our team, monthly newsletter, volunteers, media, and contact us. Right. Um, so they could contact you uh, through, uh, through the website. Through the website, you can also donate financially through the website. Yes. And uh, and I'm sure donations is something that you could really use. We can always use donations of, of uh, finances. Yes. We, we have a couple of projects uh, that I wasn't, I'm not going to bring up now, but we have one to focus on after the first of the year. Uh, now's not the time. Now's the time mm-hmm. for holidays. And, of course, Christmas is coming up, and, uh, but we'll worry about that one later on. But it's, it's a rather large ticket, and we're going to have to deal with it. But we have time. A little bit of time for it. But what's that phone number again that people can call who want to help? 207-783-6086. Okay, folks, jot that down. And they have a very pleasant receptionist. I've called her, and my last name is Bomier, and she spelt it right the first time. (laughs) (laughs) And I was very, you know, usually I have to... To you spell have to it take time, <laughs> <laughs> but she's very good speller too. Good, and uh, and I've always got a pleasant reception when I call. And you know, I just hope that people in the Lewiston and Auburn area would go down and visit them. And and I'm sure you you we we have an open door. All they have to do is call us, mm-hmm. tell us when they want to come in, and we will. Uh, we will parade them. We'll give them the 50-cent tour oh, wonderful. and let them see the whole thing. Wonderful, wow. because I think that's important for people to see. Certainly. There's a lot of false information about homelessness and, oh, there is. and mm. deceiving stuff and mm. false information about the gospel and, the, and a mission that is based on the gospel of Jesus Christ. People need to come and see how it works. They do. And uh, but that's been a that's been a plague uh, against the a, a plague for the mission for as long as as we've known. Um, uh. They uh, there are those who say that we we force people uh, to accept our religion and mm-hmm. we force people to go to church and we force people to do all. No, we don't. No, I'm no, we don't. Okay, good, um, good. We have a we have a policy. Uh, uh, I started Harbor Baptist Church there at the mission to minister to the folks at oh. through the mission and those that have uh, in the neighborhood and uh, may know about us and those who uh, have left and want to come back. Is that that's is that, that's a church? Yes, a separate church, a separate organization that people come from, to on Sunday. That's correct. And uh, the mission, we have a policy with the mission that if any of our clients want to stay in on Sunday. Because all of our clients leave all day long, yes, seven days a week. If they want to stay in on Sunday, all we ask them to do is show up for an hour's church service. Oh, wonderful, sure. wonderful. So it's, uh, in the words of someone else, it's a quid pro quo, right? And and it works out well. So if somebody, if if, if some anybody came to the church on Sunday morning for service, you wouldn't turn them away. Oh, of course not. <laughs> no, no. no. Well, so it it's fine. Um, 
uh, they get something out of it uh, in terms of for themselves. They get to stay sure. in. They don't have to wander the streets. Yeah. And uh, on the other hand, uh, without them realizing it, uh, they've heard the gospel. And uh, I heard someone say recently, once that seed is planted, you'll never forget it. Yeah. And so whether they're there for one Sunday sure. doesn't make any difference. They've heard the gospel. Mm. And how a person responds to the gospel is the key. Exactly. Okay, and because Jesus said, I'm the light of the world. That's right. People who walk in darkness need that light. They sure do. Yes, indeed. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, you know, uh, he said, hide your light under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. And we don't want to apologize for that. And, and the major thing is, is for their soul. Uh, hell is eternal, and, and there's no place we want anyone to, to end up. See, the Bible says when God breathed in, he took the man, and he made him different from animals and everything else, and he breathed into him, made him a living soul. Well, he well, made him in his own image. Yes, and, and he gave him his spirit. So that spirit's going to live forever. That's and so now we need to decide where that spirit lives. And and what you're saying is is you're out there saying, hey, come on now, uh, you know, broad is the way to destruction, and many there be go that way. But it's my duty and my responsibility to share with you the gospel and and the the narrow gate that will lead to everlasting life. And can you imagine what everlasting life is going to be like? Uh, what a wonderful thing you're offering them! Better than turkeys, better than anything, uh, is is that eternal life through Jesus Christ as Lord. We just hope that the Lord will light that light in them. Yes, yes, and you know the power of the gospel. Yeah. Uh, you know the Bible said you know one will plant, another will water, but only God gives the increase. That's correct. And He said, "My word will never come back and then be void." If someone leaves us at 15 years from now, uh, I expect not to be in this world. I'll be in my final home. But if 15 years from now, if the Lord tarries that long, and someone says, you know, I heard this back when I was at Hope Haven, and says maybe I should do something about it. <laughs> That's fine. Mm. That's fine. Because it, it has been planted, and it can't be unplanted. That, that's wonderful. can't be taken out. So, so you, you're a, a kind of a well-rounded, and uh, uh, we give them food, we give them shelter, we give them Jesus, because Jesus is the hope for eternity and the hope for their soul. Um, again, I just want to invite people, please, uh, you know, uh, get a hold of Hope Haven. Uh, I know John uh, could use your, your prayer and and your participation in, in finances and and in donations and, and things of that sort, um, and, and all of us, uh, John, is so uh, you know indebted to people you know that are on the front lines. It's easy to sit in a church pew and criticize the sermon. Uh, <laughs> I, I think a lot of people come to church just to make sure you're toeing the line as a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> because the, go ahead, Jim. But the front line that's Hope Haven Gospel Mission is is located at on Lincoln Avenue and right Lincoln in downtown street. Lewiston. At uh, the corner of Cedar and Lincoln. Corner yeah. of Cedar and Lincoln. And Cedar's kind of a main street. 
Well, Lincoln Street is. Uh, Cedar Street's kind of short, but it crosses <laughs> over the South Bridge into Auburn. Okay. Yeah. So come by, folks. That's come right. by. And, Get out and, to that front line. Amen. So, you know, what we, we, we do uh, with uh, Simple Faith is, is we promote people on the front lines and, and pray that God will give you the increase um, and bless you. And we know that he does. Uh, we know that, you know, he says, don't be weary in well-doing, for you know, God will reward you in due season. Sometimes we don't like his season, but, but he said, I'll reward you in due season. Now, what do you think? We only get a few minutes, John, but how have you been blessed through? I don't have time. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have time. Oh, my. How have we been blessed? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how far back in time we should go. Uh, I took over 11 years ago, and our first uh, our first Christmas after we took over um, was looking pretty grim, mm. and uh, we didn't have uh, we didn't have enough uh, uh, we didn't have the the resources the tools for uh, providing for the children that that we had hoped for, and uh, I don't. I don't like advertising. I don't like uh, being out in front of people and, and banging a drum over what we need. I believe if, if I can't go to God and get it, then I probably don't need it. But uh, someone said, well, let me make a phone call and we'll see what happens. I, and I reluctantly agreed to that and it had a bit of buyer's remorse within five minutes because I didn't really want to do it, but I did it. And... Uh, Someone came by and, and talked to us, and, and it all was well. And it was just before the uh, Christmas giveaway that year. And uh, I'll make a long story short. There was a, a newspaper article that appeared on the front page on the top side of the fold about our needs at, for Christmas. And God opened the hearts of Lewiston, Auburn, and the surrounding wow. area. And we were processing... Uh, financial donations and clothing and toys for children wow. uh, for several days after that. Isn't that wonderful, John? And, and that's just one instance. I could I could take How another many? couple hours. Now listen, if you want to get a hold of them, you can uh, go to hopehavengospelmission.net. And you will get all the resources you need and how to contact John and, and what you can do for that organization. Yes, because in his word, God says, the eyes of the Lord reigns throughout the earth to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. The eyes of oh, God. Well, we're going to close with that, and thank you all for listening today. And again, uh, HopeHavenGospelMission.org, uh, uh, you can go there and you can get uh, information uh, from John Robbins or from his staff. Thank you. God bless you.